fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. What a day it's been. It's been kind of one of those weird days. We have strange news out there. We have frustrating news out there. You know the agenda. The other side of the aisle is going to be attacking and focusing on. We have federal budget crises. We have shootings down in Texas. We have immigration issues. We have those that just don't understand the Constitution in any way, shape, or form. Your head should be spinning right now with the delusions that are out there in the world. Hey, welcome into the program. This is The Voice of Reason. I am Andy Hoosier trying to bring you a little bit of common sense, a little bit of reason, a little bit of normalcy back into the world, which is what we desperately need every single day. Welcome in. uh, Broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas on our flagship radio station all over the country, multiple radio stations, multiple TV stations, live streaming and podcasting, wherever you may be watching or listening, welcome aboard for a midweek celebration. Your Millennial General reports for duty like we do every single day. Bottom of the hour, super excited to have back on the program, Drew Allen, host of the Drew Allen Show uh, podcast. He's out of California. We'll have him on as we talk about the latest in immigration with the new, what, 80,000 Haitians coming up to the Texas border. Because, you know, that's the most efficient, accurate way to come across our borders and to be able to start a new life is just waltz right across our southern border that we don't enforce. So we'll talk about that as he's written the latest piece on how quickly it took Joe Biden to turn America into Haiti. Hello. So we'll get his thoughts on that and more. Plus, uh, it's good that we've heard some conversation throughout the day today on the Facebook censorship and concerns about the Facebook whistleblower, quote unquote. Uh, We talked about it at length yesterday, and I want to get some feedback on that one as well. You can always find us on our social media at Who's Your Reason, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch.tv, our Instagram, our TikTok, ourfreedombook.com. And, of course, the website at HoosierReason.com. You can find us there as well. I want to play a little game with you for a second. We do have an update on the shooting that happened down in Arlington, Texas. We'll get to that in a second. But I start off at least a little bit. Can we start off on a happy note, please? I get not a happy note because this is frustrating as well, but at least a little bit more satirical piece. I want to play a game with you for a second, can we? I want to play a game on how long it takes Republicans to actually show a backbone how long it takes republicans to actually keep a backbone how long it takes for them to cave miserably because a little bit of pressure was put on to them on how weak republican leadership is in washington dc can you guess over under i know gambling's illegal in most parts of the country (laughs) hint hint wink wink you can play a little game over or under on how long you think Mitch McConnell and Republican leadership will continue to stay strong against raising the debt ceiling at the federal level with a $5 trillion massive boondoggle that is spending that's just taking things way out of control. How long can we sustain holding off Democrats from raising that debt ceiling, spending massive amounts of money, starting a whole new socialist revolution in this country by expanding Medicare and Medicaid, by expanding free K through 12 public education, free two-year community colleges, quote unquote. Along with adding the, by the way, that child tax credit, yeah, that's going to be permanent. And it's not a child tax credit because you don't even have to qualify income-wise in order to receive that. It's just that check sent out to you. Universal basic income. 
socialism, government tyranny at its finest, over or under on, let's say, a month of Republicans holding out. Because, you know, within the next week or two, the government shuts down in a quote-unquote fiscal crisis because we don't spend any money. How long will they do it? Will they stand their ground? The answer's pretty easy because that answer is no. No. Headline today, according to CNBC, that uh, the Republicans have already caved. That was nice. That was cute. It lasted a week. So well done, Republicans. Well done, Mitch McConnell. You lasted an entire week to actually hold off Democrats on the additional spending. That's after, of course, um, some of the Democrats... Dick Durbin, other ones that have come out, and uh, Harry Reid. Uh, Harry Reid's not in there anymore, is he? No, no, the other guy, the Democrat majority leader. He, had, uh, I can't think of his name right now. I don't want to think of his name because it makes me sick just thinking about what he said. Just saying, we need to get Republicans the heck out of the way so we can pass this thing and save America because we've lasted a whole entire month plus without actually doing proper fiscal responsibility, just spending whatever we want to. And if you don't like it, then it's on you that we shut down this government. I mean... Chuck Schumer would be that uh, individual that said those words today uh, going after Republicans. And in response, you would think that Republican leadership could come out and say, you know, you've had months and months and months to work on appropriations bills, especially the House of Representatives, because that's their duty constitutionally. That is the duty of the House of Representatives is the power of the purse to work on appropriations bills through the Ways and Means Committee. We're going to talk with Congressman Ron Estes from the 4th District right here in my home territory in the state of Kansas here in a few days to talk about that process because it's gone. It crumpled up, went out the door, and they don't even want to look at it any longer. They want to pass a $5 trillion massive socialist overhaul, and it's going to happen. We had a little bit of hope that maybe we could work some things. We had maybe a holdout from Joe Manchin trying to say that he wanted a $1.5 trillion federal budget. <laughs> Try and tell Democrats of your own party, you know, I know you're proposing $5 trillion. I want $1.5 trillion. And see how well that works for you and see how long you're actually going to be in office. When you go against the establishment Democrat hacks, then you know that's the level of ridiculousness that you're up against and you shouldn't even try that. I mean, that was just laughable. But Mitch McConnell could halt it and say, you know, we're not going to actually vote to raise the debt ceiling. So you're going to have to find a budget within the means of what we have left over. That's it. Just this is how much you have left to spend before we cap at our debt ceiling. You're not allowed to spend any more. Figure out a budget within those means. That's what you do. That is the rational, commonsensical, normal way to actually operate. When you have run out of your credit card, because you spent too much money on your credit card, do you go to the bank and you say, you know, I know I have a $5,000 limit. I make minimum payments every single month. In fact, I barely even make the minimum payments right now because right now we can barely even afford to pay the interest on this national debt. So I'm paying the interest. I'm not paying the principal balance. I'm on a you know limited income repayment plan for my credit card. I can barely just cover the interest payments, not even paying down the debt. Just maintaining the debt to keep the interest off of it. I can barely pay that. It's a $5,000 limit. Can you please raise it to $15,000 because I really need some stuff I need to buy? If you went to the bank, what would they say? It's absolutely laughable. It's stupid that the level that these guys are in. So Mitch McConnell, being the leader of the only branch of the legislature right now, that can actually do something by not raising the debt ceiling. You come back and say you've had since, I don't know, May 
to work on appropriations bills, to work on a proper spending plan, to work on things that we can actually do that could help Americans by getting government out of the way, not increasing Medicare and Medicaid, not increasing Social Security, not increasing this repayment, this child tax credit garbage, not increasing the social spending in this nation, not doing the green new energy crap that's out there. Figure out a budget, cut some stuff, let's work together and find what's really, really important. If you want your trillion-dollar infrastructure package, and you can include that in, as long as it fits within the debt ceiling that we currently have set. And no Republican's going to vote for raising that debt ceiling, which you need 10 of us to join you. That's what he should have done. And that's what he's kind of sort of talked. He always talks tough. Mitch McConnell, you're going to have to raise a debt ceiling without us. Did we not just read that quote a week ago from Mitch McConnell? And I I haven't even gotten to the headline yet of what he's done today. According to CNBC, Senate GOP leader Mitch McConnell offers a short-term debt ceiling extension following pressure from Joe Biden. Now, uh, the question was last week was that Joe Biden was going to be the great middleman between everybody here because he was going to be the great moderator. He was going to be the Donald Trump, the business maker, the deal maker. Because that's what Donald Trump was, obviously. In the in the private sector, he was a deal maker. He sat down with both parties. I'm not ideologically driven. Let's find the best deal here because I want to be able to sign my name on a piece of legislation to say we did something. That was Donald Trump. And more than that, we got a semi-conservative-ish bill because he had his slantings a little bit that was influenced in there to make it happen. And he had half the nation that was actually rallying with that with the Make, make America Great Again slogan. We go from a actual deal maker to Joe Biden that doesn't remember his name and doesn't remember what he had for breakfast in the morning to be the ultimate deal maker who's been in Washington, D.C. since 1976 and who's best pals with Mitch McConnell to where they've talked about their relationship on how they were able to make happy bipartisan bills during the Obama administration when he was vice president. And he was supposed to be the great deal maker now. Hasn't touched the federal budget discussions because he was like, well, Democrats are going to do the right thing. AKA either they're going to do it or we're going to boot them out of leadership. We're going to primary them and get them out of office. We're not, or we're going to kick them out because they don't follow in line with what actually needs to happen. So Mitch McConnell, Joe Biden, finally sit down, have a conversation. And after talking tough last week, our Democrats are going to have to raise the debt ceiling without us because we're not doing it. We're not supporting these bills. Now, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell offered the short-term suspension of the U.S. debt ceiling to avert a national default. Soon as that pressure got on, Democrats, we're not budging on cutting this budget. We're not budging at all on trying to compromise, trying to work with Republicans, trying to work on whatever. No, we are ramming through a $5 trillion federal budget, and we will put the pressure on you, just like we did during the Obama era, of either you get on board or you're the problem with not working with us to do what we want because we're seven-year-old children and we throw temper tantrums and we don't get everything that we want. That is the left side of the aisle. And Republicans talk, they talk the talk, but as soon as it comes down to walking the walk, they cave. Now, this is a serious issue, even more serious than what we're talking about with the $5 trillion budget, which is going to ruin the country, by the way. It's even more serious than trying to expand social programs that will never go away. It's more serious than all of that. Because it goes deeper. What happened during the Barack Obama era when we started going away from a federal budget with a 12 appropriations bills? We've talked about the process. Mandatory spending, discretionary spending, under the mandatory spending, that's already done. Boom. We don't even touch it. It just grows incrementally every year and we don't touch it. Discretionary spending, 
is broken up into 12 appropriations bills. They decide it. They debate it. They talk about cutting here, putting more money over here, and then we pass them piece by piece. That process is done, and it died during the Barack Obama era because one time they did it as a temporary thing to pass a one lump sum omnibus bill, throw any kind of garbage you want to in it without any type of oversight, have no clue what the hell's in it, just pass it as a lump sum large, massive federal budget and be done with it, guess what? We haven't passed an actual federal budget since the middle of the Barack Obama era. Since it was supposed to be a one-time thing, a temporary deal, Boom, we pass it. We'll work on a federal budget next year. We just need to get through this one because we're close to a government shutdown. We just need to pass it and Republicans get on board or else you're the problem because you're not willing to co- to to compromise, to work together, to sit at the table and sing kumbaya as in you do everything that we tell you to or it's your fault. Talk about the ultimate narcissist there. Do as we will and if you try to stand up, then we'll browbeat you and we'll make sure that everybody hates you. The ultimate narcissist that is the elite, that is the Democrat, that is the progressive, that has now led to never passing a federal budget again and just passing omnibus bills, a one-time raising the debt ceiling to avert the default, a short-term suspension of the U.S. debt ceiling. Yeah, what's that going to turn into? We're never even going to have a debt ceiling anymore. It's going to be open, spend anything you want to, no limit. It's going to be that platinum gold credit card where you have an unlimited amount and we never are going to be able to pay it back because we'll never have a cap on how much we can spend. That's what this is leading to, and it's all led by none other than the Republican leadership of Mitch McConnell. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Miss Part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic.
You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. I know, I know. I need to calm down a little bit. It gets me so angry. I don't think anything in politics gets me madder and angrier than watching these idiots just cower and just cave every single time. I got to calm down. Get into my zone here. Just try and relax a little bit. I know I got to rest. Do a little deep breath in. Realize that Joe Biden's still president of the United States. Breathe out. All right, try to breathe in. We don't have any leadership because the Republicans don't stand up for themselves. This has turned into, you know what this has turned into here? This has turned into the parents that don't punish their children at all in any way, shape, or form. And they try to talk tough and they're like, all right, you got to go clean your room or you're not allowed to have dessert tonight. And the kid, knowing that it's not going to work, throws the temper tantrum, you know, throws things off the shelves, tries to flail on the ground, gets all upset, goes into the room, doesn't clean the room, throws more stuff onto the ground as they continue to play, and then they forget all about it and come back in later and end up having the dessert after dinner or even before dinner because they know they can get away with it. And the parent, like, oh, oh, I'm so mad. Next time, you're not allowed to do that. Next time, you're not allowed to do that. Or else there's going to be consequences. After a while, the threats become completely irrelevant. No one cares anymore. No one listens because they know that it's not backed up by anything in any way, shape, or form. That's what Mitch McConnell has done for years as the majority leader for the Republicans, the minority leader for whatever the the Senate dude for the Republicans, minority or majority, depending on what side of the aisle, depending on who's in power at that time. That is what Mitch McConnell has become. He just told us last week, do not expect any help from Republicans. You've had months to work on the budget. You know the federal debt limit that there is. You know that we cannot spend that much money. And we're not going to support this massive socialist takeover of the economy. Not going to do it. Figure it out. Come to the table with us. Have a compromise. Let's figure out what to cut out, what's important, what's a priority, and let's move forward. That was the conversation. And you know what? Oh, he talked tough. Oh, he did it. Not a week later, we have Democrats yelling and screaming. Chuck Schumer out there. Republicans just need to get out of the way. Republicans just need to move aside. We need to pass this budget or else we're going to default on all this stuff and all the economy is going to crash because we can't pass this federal budget. You knew that. You knew it going in. You knew it. Five months ago, when you started talking about a federal budget, we start working on federal budget and appropriations bills. You knew that a week ago when we said you're not going to get our help in any way, shape, or form. Figure it out and come to the table and we can discuss this because this is the means that you have to live under. These are the rules of the House right now. Talking, going back to the kid reference here. These are the rules of the House. This is what you must do in order to live here, in order to do what you need to do. These are the rules. This is the limitation. You can't knock over the nice pretties that are on the wall. You can't knock over mommy and daddy stuff. You can't just throw things around your room and not clean it up. These are the rules. Now follow them. And they do it anyways. And then what ends up happening? You got mom and dad in there cleaning up the room because that's just what has to be done. That is what Mitch McConnell said. He is weak. He is spineless. He lets them walk. I don't care if the honestly, I don't care at all if the federal budget defaults. I I have zero care on that in any way, shape or form. 
standard. That could lower our value. Guess what? It needs to be. We need to file bankruptcy in the nation. We need to clear the debts. We need to seize all the assets. We need to stop any type of spending in any way, shape, or form, except for, of course, national defense, because that's kind of important to keep us safe. We need to freeze everything. We need to fire 80% of government officials and government workers. We need to pay off debt and go on a 10-year plan to where nothing is going out except for the absolute essentials. And, you know, when we shut down federal government and just the emergency crews are out there working and that's like it, that's what we need for like a 20-year plan, 50-year plan. That's it. That's it. Andy, you're so libertarian. Now I'm just frustrated. I'm angry because we cave every single time. We have what little power we do have right now with the 50 votes in the Senate. We can't do anything in the House. We're, we're lost. We have a 30-vote shortage right now. We can't do anything there. We have a tied 50-vote power in the Senate. We can at least stop the filibuster, and you're giving it up because you're scared of the default. You're scared of the Democrats. When you put the ball in their court, they challenged you. They looked you straight in the eye, and you cowered, and you caved in. I'm done with it. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. I gotta say, I don't know how reasonable it sounds today. I'm cool, though. I'm calm. I'm good. I got it out. I feel much better. I feel kind of like one of those guys that are like a UFC weigh-in right now where you get all hyped up and then you think you're good and then they gotta hold you back again because you just want to go after them. I'm cool. I'm good. Namaste. We have relaxed ourselves. All we gotta remember is that Mitch McConnell is... He's a jackass. Yeah about it welcome back into the program radio tv live streaming podcasting wherever you may be watching or listening great to have you along for the ride today trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that five pound peg trying to rebrand the millennial generation one radio listener at a time i want to shift gears get right to our guest super excited to have him back on the program We've had him on many a time, and we always love chatting with him as he is the host of the Drew Allen Podcast, the Drew Allen Show Podcast. And, and Drew, I got to say, I love the name of that, the Drew Allen Show, because it I think of like a Mary Povich, epi, like a TV show, like a daytime sitcom, where he could be like, and the, the, uh, the results are, Joe Biden, you still don't remember your name. And uh, I could totally see this. So, Drew, what's going on, brother? It's good to talk to you. Oh man, it's been it's been a heck of a week, you know. I I, uh, I had the opportunity to interview some of these LA City firefighters for my uh, podcast that are going through nothing short of hell right now. Um, you know, they haven't been uh, vaccinated, and and of course, LA City there passed an ordinance that required all city employees to get vaccinated or get fired. 
And so uh, about half of that department uh, in L.A. City, uh, over a thousand men and women are going to get fired and it's going to unleash chaos in, in the city of L.A. Those who need it, need the help and depend on the 911 system the most aren't going to have anyone picking up the phone and showing up to save their lives. And it's, uh, it's outrageous. I was told 40 of these guys who've gotten vaccinated have had uh, severe uh, life-altering uh, reactions to it. And um, these guys are willing to sacrifice it all uh, for Americans. And so that's, that's, that's hope. And, you know, as I was listening to your last segment with these feckless, uh, worthless Republicans, you know, we the people are the ones who are going to save this country ultimately. Yeah. Um, we've got to look to one another. No, you're absolutely right. And God bless them. I feel so bad that they're putting their lives and their, their careers in jeopardy in that sense. At the same time, with a thousand of them just walking away and saying, I'm not doing it because I'm not getting the vaccine. If we had an industry where 50, 60 percent of that entire industry was willing to do that and step out and say, I'm not getting the vaccine, I'm not doing it and you can find somebody else to do my job, and good luck finding and training and everybody to do that. If we had industries at that level, things would change pretty quickly because we can't function as a society like that. And you're right, when people stop getting uh, responses to 911 calls, when their house is on fire and no one is showing up, I think things are going to start changing pretty quickly. It is, and you know, we all are going to have to do a gut check sooner or later because, you know, the problem is, you know, American people, especially conservatives, we're conservative. You know, we just want to live our lives. You know, we're not out there like the Democrats scheming. We just want to we just want to do the moral thing. We want to take care of our families, contribute to the economy and enjoy this nation. Yeah. Um, but sadly, of course, the result is that a lot of people, they, they, they don't want to do anything until it affects their lives. But when it finally affects their lives, it's oftentimes too late. Yeah. And so, you know, those firefighters, for example, you know, that's just one department out of uh, over 20 sanitation has like a 30% uh, vaccination rate. The police force is similar to the firefighters. So they're looking at um, a uh, escape from New York situation here so shortly. Yeah. Well, heck, I mean, we can even look at some of the social issues with, say, uh, nursing homes and long-term care facilities. I know that we have a, uh, another mandate for them, too, saying that either you get all your employees vaccinated or you're getting your Medicare and Medicaid cut uh, from the federal government. I, I mean, here in Kansas, where I'm at, we have like 10% of the nursing homes actually in compliance with the level they need to be at right now, which means now they run into the discussion of either we force you to get vaccinated and we have a massive staffing shortage, which they already do have a staffing shortage. We get rid of all of our employees and we have to shut down the nursing homes or we risk losing all the Medicare and Medicaid funding to where the, the elderly individuals that are there can't even use Medicare and Medicaid to afford to actually live there. This is going to cause a massive havoc right now, and it, it's sad to see this absurd overhaul of the system just because this is the route we want to go. Yeah, well, it's, it's you know it's an attack on the American people, and um, you know they don't mind punishing people if they don't bend the knee, and that's really what all of this has been about from the beginning. It's about reversing our constitutional role because I always say you know the Constitution is a contract that was written uh, and signed between we the people and the government. And it establishes in a revolutionary way, of course, that we the people have unalienable rights. We're the master, and those in government are actually our servants. But the government, these tyrants, these uh, authoritarians today, you know, they want to reverse that. They want to go back to pre-1776 and assert themselves as our master. Yeah, we are. We're talking with Drew Allen, host of the Drew Allen Show podcast. He's an uh, author, columnist, political analyst. You can find him online at DrewThomasAllen.com. Uh, going back to the discussion that I was having the first half of the show talking about this federal budget, what can we do about this? This is one of those things where 
it's really out of our hands. We elect people, and we hope that they do the right things up there as our representative, especially in Congress, especially the House of Representatives, where that's their duty is the power of the person working on appropriations bills. But a lot of times they have this massive war chest for the campaign funds. They sink a million dollars into a campaign. They win constantly. We can't fix anything, and now we're up to the level of either shutting down the federal budget because it's going too far or raising the debt ceiling yet again, and we have spineless leaders in the Republican Party that won't do anything about it. I, I mean, it's it's frustrating because we feel helpless in the situation. We're bankrupting our future generations. We're lowering the value of the dollar. We're massively increasing inflation. We're, we're messing ourselves right now with how bad the economy is going to be, and there's nothing we can do about it. No, there's not. And that, that's, a, you know, unfortunately, usually I like to offer solutions. But when it comes to the, the national debt and the deficits every year, that really is out of our control because, unfortunately, we, we, we ceded over that power long ago constitutionally in, in giving that authority over to the federal government to tax us. And uh, it, it's robbery. And, um, again, you know, it's like they have an individual credit card in our name and they keep swiping it. And, um, and, and you're right, they're reducing us uh, – uh, to a position that, that's going to be, I mean, it's, it's devastating now. I mean, people don't understand. I mean, uh, once inflation actually really continues to take off, I mean, it's, we're seeing it now. Um, it's going to affect everyone. It doesn't matter uh, what your skin color is. It does not discriminate. Yeah. And we're all going to suffer for that. And, and to your point, I mean, uh, listening to you about Mitch McConnell and these other people, uh, they just keep uh, raising the debt ceiling, caving left and right. And you're right. We need to just default. We need to shut down the government. They need to be forced to live within, within their means. Yeah. And they're never uh, forced to be accountable for it. And uh, it has to happen sooner or later because the, the tragedy, the longer this goes on, is going to be much worse. It's going to be sad. And you're right. I mean, we need to have a drastic wake-up call. And I mean, I guess the only thing that we can do is bring stuff back to the state level, which is what we've been promoting. I mean, if the, the state governments can actually cut out federal aid, they try and cut out some of the federal grants, they start working on their statewide budgets, then the government would change pretty quickly. But I, I, there's too many of them that just won't do that. I don't think it's going to do any good. Well, and the whole system's so corrupt now, it's almost impossible to figure out where you can actually create effective change at the state level because a lot of these states, of course, are dependent upon federal funding for X, Y, and Z, so the federal government can pull that from the state, so they control that mechanism. Um, and, and just everywhere you look, I mean, it's, it's, uh, we're being held hostage. You know, We really are, as American citizens, being held hostage here to, to the federal government. Yeah, it's frustrating. I know I was going to bring you on, and we, we had some issues that uh, I had scheduled you to talk about with immigration and Haiti, and we'll get to that in a second. But I want to do a rapid fire with, a sec- with you for a second and, and uh, kind of just pick your brain off the top of your head. But the shooting that happened down in Arlington, Texas today, I know you're originally from Texas. You're out in California now. Normally, we hear Californians moving to Texas, not the other way around, so kudos on that one. But uh, coming from Texas in this shooting, apparently they do have the guy in custody. But the, even the Fox News report that was released today talked about how uh, they started going into gun laws in the state of Texas on how we broke the law. Under Texas law, according to foxnews.com, it's illegal for the shooter to have or purchase the gun used in the shooting at the Timberview High School. Texas Governor Greg Abbott said that the unrelated press conference on Wednesday, Ross added that the suspect was illegally in possession of a firearm on school premises. The mayor said that he was, quote, confident law enforcement will be finding him and apprehending him, which they did. A new Texas open carry law, which went into effect on September 1st, applies to only those aged 21 years and older. Uh, The sad part is even Fox News now is going after 
two-way law and two-way issues by bringing into effect that now we have this open carry law in Texas that started in effect on September 1st. Now we have a school shooting from an underage kid that illegally had a gun on gun premises or on school premises, shot a kid, uh, shot a few people, and then fled because now it's going to start again this whole agenda of we need to go after gun laws in Texas. Well, and of course, it's so dishonest. I mean, you can look at places like Colorado, Columbine, and so on and so forth that have also had these horrific school shootings that didn't have open carry. So, you know, here they go again, deflecting, distracting, and creating a false narrative, trying to attach open carry uh, to what happened in Texas. And of course, already factually, we know that that wasn't the case. It wasn't responsible. I mean, you know, it, it's unbelievable what they've done to the uh, to make it seem like some stupid statement when we say, you know, you know, you know it's kind of tried at this point, but, you know, guns don't kill people, people kill people. And, and unfortunately, that is a very, very true statement. What we have is a pandemic of amorality in this country. Uh, these kinds of activities did not happen uh, as frequently throughout our history. I mean, we've always had a Second Amendment. Uh, the problem is today, one, I mean, I mean, it's just it's the moral depravity that's frankly come from this Democrat Party. Yeah. I mean, everywhere they go trying to destroy the nuclear family, uh, trying to teach hatred to our young people with critical race theory, which they've already been doing unofficially for a long time. And that's really, really what's responsible for this is people who would actually think that they could they could go forward these types of behaviors. Yeah, and, and that's what it comes down to. Yeah, you create the division, you create pressure onto the market. We've talked about this a few days ago of of causing issues by, you know, putting the economic pressure on people, raising the inflation, getting rid of jobs, forcing mandates or you're going to get fired, causing economic distress that leads people to do bad things, keep them away isolated, keep them mentally unstable. Then you go around and when they start acting out and start, you know, harming people or going after people, then you say, oh, look, the gun's the the problem now we have an agenda to go after here we're gonna uh got to take a break here drew thomas uh drew thomas drew allen is the guest with us when we come back we'll talk about some immigration we'll talk about the deeper agenda how we fight some of this it's a frustrating day but there is hope there's always hope we got it we'll make it happen we'll continue this conversation when we come back here on the voice of reason the voice of reason with andy hoosier Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online helping you defend and preserve this great republic. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Last round here on The Voice of Reason. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting all over the country. I have been working really hard on the Hoosier Media Network studios as well. We're going to be posting some stuff on that as well here soon, so stay tuned in because I'm really, really excited. We've been working so hard over the last, what, eight months on construction. I've never done it by myself. I've done it, obviously, with my parents and growing up and been around construction for a long time. But the fact that I like put studs in and drywalled and mudded and painted and, and carpeted and everything on my own without any assistance. We're literally building the Hoosier Media Network from the ground up. So super excited about that. We'll have some updates on that for a little bit. Something we actually have control of, right, Drew? Like we actually have control over that kind of stuff. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to have you come to me and help me build a wine cellar. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. Now, the fun part is, and we're going to use this as part of the uh, video set for this, is I am building like an L walk behind bar at the Hoosier Media Network studio. So I, I have a bar set. We're going to build a little L shape behind there. And actually, it's going to be really cool. Uh, speaking of things that are frustrating and we don't seem like we have a lot of control over, constitutionally, it's a legal battle. It's going to the, the courts, obviously. Is this immigration issue that I do want to touch on quickly while we're helpless in the budget debate at the federal level right now? We now have a quandary constitutionally with immigration. We have the federal government where they actually do have a few, a couple limited, well-regulated, transparent duties that the states have given up for their sovereignty for the federal government to handle. One of those is immigration. That's one thing that the federal government seems to not want to enforce is immigration law on the books. If we actually enforced what was on the books, we would be fine. We wouldn't have the issues we're having, but that's not the case. Now we have, what, 30,000 Haitians that just crossed the border illegally a few weeks ago. We have another sixty to 80,000 that are on their way up here. Uh, I guess the big question is here is the state of Texas, the state of New Mexico, Arizona, what do we do about this? And can they as a state try and stop them and say, uh-uh, you're not allowed on our territory, you can't come in here? Yeah, they absolutely can. I don't know why they they don't. I mean, I could speculate and offer some insight, but nonetheless, you know, Greg Abbott, for example, could deploy the National Guard. He could do it. Uh, that's well within his his right. And honestly, now the conversation that's brewing now is uh, our Second Amendment and a well-regulated militia. You know, can these citizens now take it into their own hands? I would argue, yes. Uh, the federal government doesn't believe in the Constitution to begin with, and they bastardize everything that's in it, and they obviously disregard what the law says anyway. So it would be a fight. But, you know, these people need to act unilaterally because they're protecting the sovereignty not only of their states, but the rest of America. Because, remember, they may be entering it in Del Rio, Texas, but that's not the final destination for these illegal immigrants. You know, we know. I mean, look, so many fires get set from this administration. It's quick. We're quick to forget what they've done that hasn't been dealt with. But, you know, we had a month ago uh, stories that the Biden regime was flying these people secretly into the interior of the United States. And so they are facilitating uh, this invasion. And that's what it is. You know, in the 62 years that, that, that followed the opening of Ellis Island to receive immigrants, 
Uh, roughly 12 million immigrants came into this country. And of course, there was no welfare state back then. So they weren't coming to be on the take. And actually, we vetted people to make sure that they weren't going to be on the take. We wanted people to contribute to society who wanted to become Americans. So 62 years, 12 million. In one year, in one year upcoming, in this Biden administration, there will be a million new illegal immigrants in this country. Wow. That's unbelievable. Well, that gets to the point, too, to where the system that's in uh, that's in place as well to kind of the back step or the, you know, the safety net of if there's an illegal alien, we catch them, we deport them. If we're talking a million plus illegal aliens that are new just in this last year from Joe Biden, I, I mean, that's overwhelming the system to where we can't even try to talk about deportation. It's way too expensive. It's completely illogical. So then, of course, they've overwhelmed the system again to say, well, I guess the only opportunity we have now is just to give them amnesty because we can't tell a million people to leave. Uh, because they've done that by uh, by strategy. That's exactly right. You know, everything the Democratic Party does is well thought out and strategic. They're doing this for the reasons that you just said. And, of course, the long-term goal, which we know because they've tried twice now to slip a pathway to citizenship into the reconciliation bill and been told no by the parliamentarian, um, this, is their, this is their objective. Their yeah. career, to, to, look, I think that what's happening, Andy, in my opinion, uh, and, and I'm usually right, but... Uh, in my opinion, you know, we know that many Democrats and independents are fleeing the Democratic Party at record rates. You know, many aren't, but many are. And so they've got to make up and compensate for that with their voter base. That's what this is all about. It's all about uh, reinforcing uh, voters. All about the for, uh, all about the vote. You're right. All about reinforcing their vote to try and match what they're actually trying to put on the end of the ballot at the end of the day as well. Drew Allen hosts the Drew Allen Show podcast. Find him online, DrewThomasAllen.com. Drew, it's always good to talk to you, my friend. I always appreciate it. Let's get you back on again here real soon. I can't wait, Andy. Thank you so much. Hey, always a pleasure, my friend. It's great to talk to you. That does it for us today. Uh, Good news to try and give you a positive ending, exit, outro of the show. The movie The Expendables 4, yeah, in the making right now. At least we have some positive movies coming out that are actually, like, awesome. (laughs) <laughs> that does it for us today. Podcast a little bit. I'm Andy Hoosier. This is The Voice Reason. We'll see you on the radio tomorrow. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.